0: what's going on everyone uh how are you my name is Mackin welcome to my podcast uh it's hot friends it's hot in Los Angeles I it I feel like the heat weighs on your mind you know kind of drives you crazy a little bit and and uh just makes you kind of like I don't know I feel defeated in the heat you know <laughs> people always say that like the the gloom bums him out, but i'm I think I'm the opposite. I think when it's oppressively hot, I'm like, "Oh my God, why do why do anything <laughs> you know um yeah, man, I'm gonna be moving soon, so excited about that hopefully, uh, I think I hear back today whether or not i uh get my application is accepted at this apartment that I'm trying to move into with some friends, so New chapters, friends. We're turning the pages, which feels good. Slowly but surely, man, you know. I was talking to my therapist this week about, you know, goal setting and and setting realistic goals and having defined steps that you can take towards your defined goals, you know, and building up confidence, that type of thing. So that's where I'm at, you know. Recently put some new pictures on my dating profiles. So uh you know I'm I got a little momentum going putting myself out there. I'm feeling myself these days, guys. We're doing it. And uh yeah, I hope you're all okay and we got a great guest today on Happy Sad Talk. I almost said on Hollywood Handbook. I've been listening to so much Hollywood Handbook recently and especially in the early episodes. Uh they always say like, and we'll be back on hollywood handbook and they like always say the name of the show hilarious earwolf podcast uh not related to that show at all just really like it go check it out um yeah our guest today is uh steph dennis or denise i am not sure how his name is pronounced i should have asked i just know him as steph um but yeah we met in a writing class and he's just a really smart cool guy and so uh we had a really cool conversation just about uh politics uh and activism and uh Some other cool things, relationships a little bit at the end, Um, but a great conversation that was very inspiring from a wise, compassionate dude. So uh, let's get into that. Um, Yeah, enjoy the show, you guys. Oh, also, Nova Darlings are playing our album release show July 21st. Uh, More info, check out our Instagram or our Facebook at the Nova Darlings. Uh, Yeah, come hang out with us. Uh, It's going to be a great show, and every one of you is great. So uh, everything is Happy Sad Darkness. Happy Sad Darkness. Happy Sad Darkness. I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Nice. I didn't know you make music?
1: Uh, no, I use it for podcasting. I oh, really?
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Dude, tell me about your podcast history. Uh, pff,
1: podcast history, uh. I don't know. I did a podcast for a little bit, for like, what, like two, three months? And uh, it was mainly just like me doing exactly kind of like what you're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, Some of the guests I had on was like one of my friends who was like uh, doing UCLA radio. Right. So I did a little thing with that also for like a week. I don't know. It was just like mostly mostly like kind of this, like very casual. Right. And uh, the whole point was like I tried to have it in a situation where, like, people were very honest. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah, so, like, everyone had to be drinking the whole time. <laughs> that was, like, one of my prerequisites. It was Set just, the like, scene. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, you had to be drinking. because yeah. It's just like, I don't want you to come in here and just, like, you know, bullshit. Be me. stiff. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because, like, I think one of the good things, or one of the hard things about interviewing people, which just like, talking in general, is just getting a good conversation. You yeah. Know? And just, like, setting up the scene because – I think the first thing you have to do is to kind of introduce the person, you know? Yeah. Set the scene and be like, oh, who you are? like What's your backstory? Something like that. And just like a little divulge a little bit and just like ask them, ask them like just very bland questions at first. And then from there, you want to like, Oh, he's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, let me dive more into that. Yeah. Oh, you went to, like... um, Totally. One of my first guests was, like, my uh, friend who I had in my writing, (laughs) my writing class. Yeah. Uh, And he was, like, telling me about his uh, experience and going to, like, you know, boarding school in a sense. Right. And I was just like, oh, like, that's that's pretty interesting. Like, that's something not a lot of people have to deal with. Yeah. And uh, I just learned a lot about him in a sense of, like, oh, like, you know, he's, like, from the Midwest, but then he like grew mm. up on like the East Coast and like that just right. you know changed the whole dynamic of it. And, like especially like when you're away from your family, yeah, and you're in your teens and you got your hormones gone, everything like that. So it's just like huge. Yeah, so I, I had some interesting guests and some of them I did by myself. But, yeah. yeah, what was your podcast called? Uh, the Underachievers.
0: The Underachievers. Yeah, what were the ones where you were by yourself? Like where did those usually go?
1: Yeah. Uh, f- <laughs> Uh, kind of like a little I've done bit, a
0: couple By myself as well
1: Uh, A little bit Into just like My frame of mind And just like Yeah <laughs> Current events and Topical events Yeah Like I was doing this At the heat Of the election Oh so like, shit so, uh, so I'll tell you I started my podcast My first podcast Was the one I did solo And it was just like Very bad sound quality It was like my first test run And I did it by uh, Live viewing Essentially like Kobe Bryant's Like last game
0: Oh, whoa
1: um, And I hate Kobe Bryant I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan
0: that, Right He uh, so did like an audio commentary
1: Audio commentary He's just like watching the game Are you and a just, basketball
0: fan And not a Kobe Bryant fan Or just I'm a not huge, a basketball I'm fan I'm a
1: huge basketball fan I'm okay. just not a Kobe Bryant fan Right Kobe Bryant's one of the most overrated I hope he hears this <laughs> I really do hope he hears this Oh, boy <laughs> That would I, be insane <laughs> Oh, no, I think, like, Kobe's one of those people that,
0: like... Listens to my podcasts a lot?
1: Listens, randomly <laughs> finds, like, criticism about himself. Okay. And he uses that to, like, fuel himself.
0: All right, well, I'll tag this up and we'll get it to him one way.
1: Uh, his stats is just really inflated, for one. Kobe Ryan's a very inefficient basketball player. And say what you want about Damn. a lot of athletes. I love the fact that Kobe had a killer instinct. And that's, that's great. And like, he was very driven to like, his craft. But as a person, I don't think I made him like a really good or fun teammate to be around. Right. There's like, there's just like a lot of stories of him just like, you know, like Smush Parker, just him psychologically torturing like Smush Parker. Mm. It's just like, wow, like,
0: I know nothing about Asgall. So that name means uh, absolutely nothing to me. Smush Parker is a person's name? It's Smush Parker. It's That's not his cool actual man. name, it's just like his. That's his a really fan. cool name. Yeah, yeah. I like that name. Mark,
1: uh, Spush, Smush Parker was uh was like a really highly touted like draft pick. Okay. Like Michael Jordan drafted him. And he was supposed to be like a great player, like a good athlete and everything like that. Yeah. He ended up being a complete bust. Terrible. And the big knock on him was that he didn't have like a killer instinct like he wasn't you know aggressive and that is the thing in basketball yeah like you can have all the talent in the world but if you're not i guess if you're not looking at it in a situation of like it's me or you and i have to get this basket and i have to like do whatever it is to like, get to this basket and it's like yeah it's really a game of wills it's a it's a game of like strategy and, and, mm. and it's it's a lot of that and uh I know there's something to be said about just being like hungrier than the other person, you know right and knock on Smush was like he didn't have that. So Smush ended up with the Lakers and man Kobe just like humiliated him practice on practice
0: and just just playing circles around him.
1: Playing circles around him, or telling like verbally, being verbally, like verbally, like, the verbally worst. like just oh, giving shit. him the work so like, in. Oh, there's like articles you can look up on this. Oh like, damn. Like smooth parkers just like, yeah, dude, like this is like I Crazy. think about this still to this yeah. day. Like Wow. Kobe just like he's just like, Yeah, Kobe just said I was a like, piece of shit. Just Are like, you
0: a Lakers fan? Is that your team? Uh no. What's your team? Uh
1: I'm a Miami
0: Heat fan. Are you from Florida? No, no, I'm not. I'm a Miami
1: Heat fan because I grew up uh I grew up on the heat around, you know, I was a big Shaquille O'Neal fan, but right. not a
0: Lakers fan. Yeah.
1: I just love Shaq from like Kazam and everything like that. Oh, uh, uh,
0: Dude, Kazam. Whoa. What an incredible reference. Very, <laughs> very, very, very timely. The magic genie movie that Shaq starred in? Yes. The magic genie movie that Shaq starred in. Unbelievable. What a great movie. It I is a that great movie. movie. <laughs> Where'd it, you grow
1: up? Uh, I grew up in uh, the Northeast. Okay. Heck yeah. Stanford, Connecticut. It's like, it's, it's nice. It's nice. I'll tell people Stanford's nice.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I can. There's a deep contempt for it. I feel like maybe in your heart.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I go to therapy, so I, yeah. I, I
0: talk about. <laughs> I, I talk about this. Me too. I just yeah, got it's back very, from therapy. It's very actually. healthy,
1: man. Um,
0: yeah, I grew up That's with, how I describe my hometown. I'm like, it's fine. People like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, I, I love the people I grew up with. Definitely, yeah. I, I grew up in a situation where it's like, um like i said like the whole idea of a killer instinct i grew up around a lot of fucking sharks Mm. like my high school is a situation where i I think my high school is a little bit like mean girls (laughs) (laughs) realistically like i love mean girls movie and i I, I honestly do think like looking back on it i'm like we had some like mean girl situations and really
0: oh definitely dude people uh well in the sense that it's like clicky and shit and people plotting against you in the sense that it was clicky, definitely it was clicky. Right. So, yeah.
1: yeah, it's really hot, so I need water.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm so sorry I don't have air conditioning. Oh, like, no, it's fine, dude. dude you're, you're a champion you're, for, <laughs> you know, being in this hot apartment.
1: It, it's uh, I, My apartment's worse. That's why I have the AC blasting, but it still doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do people live in Arizona, like, ever? Yeah,
1: everyone has pools in Arizona. You, yeah. you notice that, right? Everyone has pools That's in true. Arizona. Yeah. That's like a thing. <laughs>
0: ridiculous was, yeah. i would kill myself for leave it would be <laughs> so terrible <laughs> i can do it so you yeah. grew up in connecticut you have a mean girls high school in a sense where did you fall in this mean girls uh
1: i don't know i was in, like not into any cliques like i think that's in, like always been my thing What like yeah i don't particularly like fit into like one dynamic a floater a floater yeah i like, can like a vote i'm very like a social floater yeah 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 but uh so I'll tell you, like, one story that, like, kind of, like, epitomizes the situation. I'm curious. So I have, like, one of my really good friends. I'm not going to say his name. It's whatever. Uh, One of my really good friends from, like, back home. um, We'll call him Jeff. 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 Jeff was, like, you know, a football player, very popular. You know, this is, I've known him since, like, middle school. Mm. And we used to have, like, a Facebook group. Lesson number one back in the day, guys. I don't know how it is now, but social media, when it was, like, starting out, yeah, was incredibly vicious. <laughs> like, <laughs> incredibly vicious in the sense of, like, we were just tr- starting to figure things out. Right. Like, I don't... You mean in the
0: sense of, like, people, like, talking shit on each other? People
1: talking shit on each other and just, like, the content that was allowed. Yeah.
0: That's super true.
1: Like, uh, a lot of people say, like, now the internet is toxic. I was just like, nah, guys. Like, you don't remember, like, back in the days when like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, like, when, like, YouTube was, like, you can have anything on YouTube. Like yeah. That was... The Wild West. Wild West, you know? Yeah. So, we had, like, a Facebook group talking about, like, our tips. Did you guys do, like, tips at your high school?
0: Oh, yes. Like, this person has the best eyes, or whatever. Exactly. Right yeah. So, my friend, Jeff created
1: a list of like yo, here's who i think should win the superlatives right and people were heated oh people shit. like would come up to him and be like hey jeff like i don't think this is right that you think i should be voted for this
0: like most were likely they? be mad to that they didn't get a superlative like oh, was he, like oh did he make them up yeah he was just like yeah i think like this is who you should vote for okay so there weren't like a set ones like
1: no nah, he was just like these are the people who i think deserve these votes for these superlatives who I think should win them?
0: Okay, you know, But were they like already the superlatives that were in the yearbook, or was it like he's just like no? These are the superlatives that are already in the yearbook. Oh, okay, so he's not like making up. No, no, no. no. These are like people. These were like most nothing. likely to steal ten bucks for me No, Dave. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> these are like
1: definitely like most likely to be mad. Okay, not to get a superlative <laughs> was a
0: superlative. Oh, that's actually in there. Cool. That was some shade. So, yeah, that's so definitely some shade. They're there. setting you guys up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. To, uh, right. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, this girl definitely like, came up to him like several times, and was yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not happy about this. Why do you think I'd be angry? And I was like, "Yo, the the fact that you're doing this proves his point."
0: Yeah. So I had Very like true.
1: this whole like Facebook rant about it. It's like I was like, "You guys are all sheep." I was like, "Literally, was like, you guys are all sheep." Like, yeah. this is a problem. To, like, yeah. you guys are upset at him for like giving his opinion, but this has nothing to do with the actual like you know results of the voting. You yeah. Know? So that's just like one of the situations that like happened at my high school, which is just like, yeah.
0: I mean, if it was that dramatic, I feel what you you're know saying. What I mean? Was it like a small? Oh no, school? we had three thousand kids. Yeah,
1: we had like six hundred kids, seven hundred kids in my class. Yeah, so it was like kind of big, but for the most part, I think that uh, everyone kind of knew each other, or you right. knew your own clique, you knew your own vibe. Yeah,
0: and what were you up to in high school? What were you doing? Uh, I was
1: a, uh, I was a pretty, I was a good kid in high school. Very good kid. Did a lot of like uh, after school activities. I was like student class president for like a couple years. Heck yeah. It was, uh, it was total bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I won based off the fact that like, I, my freshman year, someone said balling. This is like the first year that Jim Jones came out with We Fly High. I came in, okay. in a suit and some like white sneakers. Someone was like balling. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna run with this. Tore up my sheet, tore up like my speech. So, like threw it up. Putting paper ball and just like three of them I'm just like balling all day balling every day you vote for me we're gonna be balling anyway amazing and was just fucking
0: I'll vote for you forever. exactly yeah exactly great so
1: <laughs> oh there were people we had 11 people running
0: oh man for like
1: presidency, like
0: yeah people were angry about that that's crazy man
1: people were angry about that was
0: that, that the start of your sort of like politics uh, journey
1: oh no dude I, w- I know and I wanted to be in politics and I was like five really no, a little bit later, but, like, 7, or eight, 8, 9, 10, like, in fifth grade, we had to do, like, this project and, like, what we wanted to do, and I said, I want to be president. Uh, I, I learned I can't be president because I was actually born in Haiti, so, like, if you're an immigrant, you can't, mm. you know, have the highest seat of office because they didn't want someone who is uh, Dumb. No, no, no. They didn't want someone who is a foreign accent.
0: To become ah. president,
1: yeah, isn't that really funny? If you think about that's it right crazy. now, that's crazy. Those <laughs> the immigrants that they laughed, they, they thought it was, they thought it'd be an immigrant, <laughs> not one of their own, not one of their own. Yeah, it's very, very funny.
0: Wild man. Yeah. How long were you in Haiti? Like, do you remember? Uh, until do you remember I was like being seven or eight. Yeah, I oh, remember things. Oh, you really grew up in Haiti. Yeah, I grew up in. Ha- I oh, really grew yeah. up in Haiti.
1: So, like, I. Oh, dude, Haiti's, like, the poorest country in the hemisphere. And, like, right now there's, like... I was just, like, on Twitter and they were just telling me there's a lot of social unrest. And if you're, like, an American, you shouldn't leave your house. You sh- the airports are closed and everything like that. Wow. I'm not surprised, man. It's just, like...
0: Was it rough growing up there?
1: Uh, uh, not... You know, like, I can't really speak on it because, like, it's very, like, young memories. Like, yeah. I do remember, kid, like, certain like- things of, like... You know, like, growing up without, like, electricity all the time. Right. You know, like, there would, like, be, like, rolling blackouts growing yeah. up in, like, in a situation where, like, there weren't, like, paved roads everywhere. Like, right. we didn't have, like, a refrigerator. We used, like, an icebox. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, like... Do you remember it stressing you out as a kid, or does it? did you look back on it as, like, oh, we actually didn't have those things?
1: I I don't remember, in the sense of it, stressing me out. Because, like, I always felt like Haitian people, even for... How much we don't have, we're very like happy people. Yeah, we're very like we shall overcome, we will, shall, we shall prosper type people, man. Yeah. It's just like it's ingrained in our DNA. Like I'm, I'm proud to be Haitian, and I'm proud to be like where I'm from. And it's just like yeah. it's very like understated in the sense of like, uh, you know, <clears throat> I I think about it sometimes. It's just like going back home. Like I'm, I'm so far removed from it because I haven't been back home in like o- over
0: close to like two decades now damn close to coming up have you not gone back since you immigrated
1: i came i've no i I stopped going i was like 10 12 years old around that age right yeah just because like i kind of grew out of it like yeah uh situation was like for the most part my my mom was in haiti until i was like 21 years old Mm -hmm. like around then and uh you know i just like went to visit her and i just like you know you get older you stop wanting to do like summer trips you don't right. like really go back into like oh, like mosquitoes everywhere all the time like <laughs> yeah. have to deal with the black house and just you know like stuff like that and just like that's when you like you like think about like oh like huh, i can go i live in america you know like why do i have to like come back here like right like looking back at it like looking back at it now like, i wish i can do it a little bit over because i think i like missed out on like culture and No, know, growing up with that experience and just being a little bit more humble and understanding about, like, I definitely learned a lot of things about myself because I, I, the last trip I took, I remember just, like, you know, just seeing poverty and just understanding what real poverty is. Like, people, people talk about it, but, like, people, like, this is one thing I'll say, disclaimer, Uh, I really hate when people take the trips to like poor countries and take pictures of like the people around them right and use it as like a prop yeah whatever like i absolutely hate that right the absolutely sort of, hate uh, that the, you know the white knighting yeah you know what thing. i mean yeah the people there don't need you just the people it's like it's kind of like a slap in the face it's not like the people don't there don't need you it's like you're there for a couple of like months and you're just like you're not really there to like help them you know right. you're yeah. there to like help
0: yourself and yeah there's ego and it's not in just
1: that. ego man it's just like if you think about it the fact that volunteerism is like something you can put on your resume to make make yourself look good right you know it's not yeah. necessarily something you're doing and <clears throat> that's something like i like to think about we're getting completely off topic but like there's something i like to think about just in general of like how politics and like how we like function as a society in a sense of like hey is it is it fucked up to do something good but for your right. own benefit and you, yeah. you know
0: what i mean like in a sense that that's kind of what's happening totally you know well i think even like true charity like there's still like some selfish reward to that you know but i totally see what you're saying like there's a lot of misguided attempts at service that are actually very selfish and sometimes damaging you know very, like if you're going very. spending time with like orphans or something like that like you could be you know oh damn it and, like traumatizing them when you then leave or something like that you know yeah. or actually like not not helping in the ways that you think that you're helping um and just disrupting or something
1: it's if you go into a situation i think where you're not really trying to understand the people right you know and you're just sort of like you're welcome that i'm here yeah yeah and oh not to like off your point just like convey like i, I don't think there's anything wrong to like selfishly do charity because i think like no, it's yeah. like it's basically how people work you know like right no one's gonna do something sorry turn my phone off sorry dude no it's okay man <laughs> it happens um uh, but like yeah no one's gonna like selfishly do anything for like no reasons but like just like being in that situation like seeing real poverty and like seeing people who yeah. literally have probably one or two meals a day at most and who you know just deal with it Like, I I saw a kid, if I remember correctly, just, like, walking on glass, bare feet, no feet, like, no shoes, nothing like that. Yeah. You know? And he just, like, really, like, see that and he just, it's like, and I even had, like, a situation where, like, uh, one thing, if you go to a country with, with people with very, very little assets, don't leave your, don't leave your suitcase. Yeah. You'll lose a lot of things in your suitcase.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: So, it was something like that, but, like, I wasn't upset, you know? Right. Because it's, like, these people need it more than me, you know? Like, I'm just yeah. shit, you know?
0: Yeah. But That's a cool perspective.
1: Yeah, man. It's just, like, things are things, man. This is, this is, I'll, I'll go off another tangent.
0: It's all tangents, man. It's all tangents.
1: <laughs> it's all tangents that make sense. Yeah. This is what I do with my
0: podcast. It yeah. all makes sense. Yeah, you get it. Be free, my friend. <laughs> so,
1: things are things, right? This is where I... Don't believe that people should have guns. Yeah, things are things. I agree. So here's here's my here's my perspective (laughs) on this. The argument for having guns, and I am all for protection. If you believe that you should have protection, that's fine. Right. I can't. We can't go back. Like I, I I can't say like, oh, I I will take their guns because like, if I ever want to get in politics, so people are gonna pull this up and be like. you said the magic words. Right. Said the magic words. Yeah. The government is going to take our guns and they're going to take us over. It's just like, no, it's not how it's going to work, man. Right. Realistically speaking, the government's already taken over, man. Like, uh, <laughs> while you guys were asleep, they got your, uh, they did something called the Patriot Act, you know? Right, yeah. They, they got access to everything. And, like, you see what uh, Trump's doing now with ICE? He's using ICE as his own Gestapo. Yeah. Like, his own secret police. There is a. Have you heard about the the reporter who was publishing negative news about ICE and who is not being currently detained by ICE?
0: No, yes. I did not hear about this.
1: Yes, uh, fuck, that's Gestapo's I'm, shit. I, I I gotta look up the specifics and I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone at some point during this. We'll pull! Oh, I'll come full circle. Cool. But uh, yeah, literally, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, you can Google this. This is not me making this up. <laughs> right. This is like what I mean when like. I am inherently scared of like what's happening like right now. Yeah. And, like people don't understand that like the tyranny that you're scared of that you think your gun's gonna protect you from, it's already happening right in front of you. Yeah. Um another thing he's doing. He's creating a organization that's gonna look into denaturalizing citizens. Oh shit. Yes.
0: That's bad.
1: Yes because during his uh, his contention is that during the Obama administration, there are issues of like like I think like what was it, like a hundred hundred and thirty less than that or around there cases of people who had like misrepresented themselves when filing for immigration that didn't deserve to have their immigration still been revoked, mm. but it's just like all right, that's fine that happens there's always some flaw in the system nothing right. is perfect yeah if anyone ever tells you this is like why their argument about oh the poison skittles you know if one skittle if we let one bat in this oh, is i like, fucking it, hate it, that shit it's such it's a dumb argument because it's absolutism yeah. so sort of like you live in a world that you believe that everything is unsafe so you need this thing to make you safe but this thing makes you more unsafe
0: yeah, and every fucking group of skittles there's a bunch of bad skittles, you know? You can take any demographic, there's going to be a murderous Everything fuck. is going to kill you.
1: <laughs> Literally everything is everything if you drink is too much water, it will kill you. <laughs> if you have too much oxygen, it will kill you. Yeah. There's no such thing. It's, it's like, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's hard arguing with people and it's hard to have a real discussion with people when they don't want to like understand that basic line of logic and reasoning you know yeah
0: now i have a question for you and i'm curious like do you think that like i see neither of us are fans of trump and like believe that he's doing a lot of harmful stuff that's like something i believe um for sure but i wonder and i'm curious what you think about like how much of that is specifically him and then how much is just implicit to america as like an empire it's, you know it's both yeah it's a
1: combination man like totally the idea is that like we have a democracy that's put in place where uh, we don't have a lot of like formal rules man a lot of like our congress and a lot of like the way that we operate is based on like protocol and just like code of ethics that like you're not going to do this because it's bad for the it's bad for the government it's bad for the empire yeah you know yeah and now we have a bunch of people. Who are in our government who are like, fuck them. I'll say Trump really isn't the problem. Trump was emboldened by Mitch McConnell. Right. No one, let's give Mitch McConnell the credit that he deserves. <laughs> all right. Let's really give Mitch McConnell
0: the credit. I was credit. watching a video though on Reddit the other day of just like some protests just yelling at him when he was going to his car. Where are the
1: kids, Mitch?
0: Yeah. Okay. So there's that video and everyone's like yelling about like policy stuff. And then one guy's just like, fucking turtle head <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's great, great. it's it's, pretty it's, funny. it's 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 great <laughs> i saw
1: the other video yeah. of him and his wife elan joe who's like the uh i think the director of like transportation or like secretary of tran- transportation I didn't know that. yeah like, she's trans- in the tra- administration Cool and there was like a little like tiff earlier on uh about uh like when Trump was like shitting on Mitch McConnell, she, they asked her, "It's like, oh, like, which one of these men will you choose?" And she was right. like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, that's that's Machado. Like, I, I don't think she deserved that line of questioning. Yeah, you know, like you don't ask sure. you don't ask like a, a guy that. But uh, I found it really funny because uh, I this is where I like respected her a little bit. Yeah, you know? she like fought for her man. Yeah, she just started like I was just like, you get away from us, leave Mitch alone. Like, it's <laughs> just like Mitch McConnell just sits there. And he has all these people defending him, even though he is, he and Paul Ryan, mostly Mitch. And thank you to Podsave America. I'm getting a lot of this from Podsave America. You should, you guys should listen to them. Yeah. Uh, but if you do any research, Mitch McConnell made it his job when Obama got elected to make him a one term president. He said that. He, these are quotes. You can find that. Yeah. And then when, the Tea Party thing happened. They pretty much became absolute obstructionists. Change, changed the whole decorum of how the Senate and Congress acted. The whole maryland Garland situation and taking the Supreme yeah. Court. See, like these are people that are playing with the rules of "fuck you." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's fuck you. Yeah, and it's been working, and. Here's where the American Empire falls into it. They haven't had enough pushback.
0: Right. Th-
1: what's happening right now? I'm happy it's happening. Right. It sounds, it, it sounds like really crazy or like you know, indefensive. people. People on the r- people on the right are going to be like, oh, he's <laughs> he's promoting violence. I'm promoting violence. Right. I- I have to defend all these arguments because you know no, people are gonna come for up. For sure, yeah. You know, you can't leave an open. You can't leave open. But old in, in a way,
0: the ugliness is like rearing its head that has maybe been there and been dormant. You know, so it's like how has it been
1: dormant? This is a, this is see. This is my argument. Yeah, it hasn't been dormant. I'll say this, man. This is not to like attack you. No, as I'm a, curious. As a white
0: man, do you ever tell yourself that this is uncomfortable? I don't have this conversation. Definitely. And I, I definitely like witness those. I mean, like I, like I try to pay attention to those and, and move past them, you know, but I definitely have those things come up where I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But like, you know, as I'm trying to like learn that like that's usually the area that requires the most work, you know,
1: that's the thing. Like you can't move past a situation because like when I was I was in a situation like uh, a couple of days ago. It wasn't like a situation. I was just at a bar, Yard House. Shout out to Yard House. Good, day, good happy hour. Yeah. Um, I just sat down after watching The Incredibles. And I was just grabbing a beer, getting some food. And these uh, two lawyers sat down next to me. I didn't know they were lawyers until like we slated, Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, really like buff black guy and his friend. A white guy. And I was there for at least like an hour and a half, two hours. And we just like were having... I, w- I just heard the conversations we were talking about like basketball at first, then we got into like politics and we started yeah. talking about Trump. Yeah, and his friend was like a Republican, and I knew because they were talking about uh, I think it was like Cox, who's like running for governor right now. I
0: don't know who that yeah,
1: is. Yeah, I might I might be in these things wrong. I'm a little, I'm a little off the uh, off the. Uh, You're all good. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we started talking about that and. He brought the fact that like as a conservative he feels that he can't have these conversations or he can't like talk about his views. And like I was just like, hmm Right. Hm. Why do you feel that way? <laughs> I, I, and I had to like bring yeah. up the fact that
0: like the the intolerant like the the intolerant being threatened that they can't you know You
1: see, like you gotta dissect it more than that, man. Like Yeah. I, I started with the fact that like, hey, as a growing up in a black household, man. Black people are a larger conservative in their views. Mm. People don't realize that and people like it's very, very
0: understated.
1: Michael Eric yeah. Dyson said no, this. No,
0: not to conflate conservatism with uh, intolerance. I definitely should.
1: No, 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 no. But like, there's that's something to be spoken upon, right? You for know, sure. like the idea of like gay marriage is an intolerant thing, and right for for some segments of the black population, still the idea of you know gay people is. Still very, you know, weird, abstract to them, and they don't want really want to touch the subject. So, like, they don't necessarily believe in gay marriage, right? Abortion isn't necessarily a thing that's like promoted in the black community because very, yeah, a lot of black people are very religious, you know. So it's Mm -hmm. just like the idea of less government. You think black people want more government? Black (laughs) people who are very suspicious of government and rightfully so, right? You know what I mean? Totally. You know, you don't think black people want fiscal responsibility you don't think that yeah. you don't, you know it's just like every single thing or like there are aspects of conservatism that a large segment of black people can get behind
0: right yeah
1: even like as a haitian person like my dad necessarily was like you vote democrat and like my parents voted democrat and everyone in my family voted democrat but they're like certain things i like you guys are kind of like you guys are very socially the yeah, thing is to be called socially conservative i'm like you guys are you guys are very conservative and you have to ask yourself If black people share Most of your views Why aren't they voting for you? And they're not voting for you Because of Large segments Or segments Of your party That you necessarily tolerate That have these bigoted views And that don't want to accept Other people that don't look like them Into into, yeah. their, into your party So I told them specifically I'm like Hey If you want to, You need to have these conversations You need to Stop being uncomfortable man because you you personally need to defend what you believe in is conservatism yeah i'm like dude this is your friend right this is your black friend like you hang out with black people you're comfortable talking to me like we're able to have a very good conversation we're drinking and like everything was chill and we had come to an understanding about certain things and i'm like you have to understand that a poor white. And the poor blacks have very similar yeah. circumstances. Yeah, if you live in the ghetto or you live in the rural area, you have very similar yeah. experiences. so to say that like we can't come together or we lack some kind of like life experiences and to treat a certain group as the other, that's something created. That's something that can only be negated by having these uncomfortable conversations. And I told him, you need to take back your idea of conservatism, dude. Because if you allow people to perpetuate hate and perpetuate this idea of this is what it is to be conservative and you allow Trump to initiate or people of his ilk to perpetuate this as your party, dude. Yeah. What else can you like expect from us? Right. You know, like the MAGA hat I see as a sign is is a Klansman hat. Yeah. You know, like I feel. Did you see that story about the uh, the kid who uh, got water thrown at him because he was wearing a MAGA hat and like the guy took it?
0: Was it in school or something? No,
1: nah, it was like a like a like a like, like water or something.
0: Okay, no, I didn't see. Yeah,
1: this. and like uh, they found like who the guy was. The guy lost his job. They fired him. Mm-hmm. And like people on the right were rightfully pissed. And I get that. Like, he's a little kid. He's a teenager, and that's a grown man. Like, you shouldn't be, like, doing shit like that. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, do you understand what your hat represents to a lot lot of people? And, like, I necessarily don't understand the situation. Like, you can't be doing that in society. Yes. But are we just going to act like the past two years didn't happen? You know, where, like, this dude was calling NFL players sons of bitches. This dude was... Calling countries Shithole countries Yeah Calling you know This is the thing That happens Where like If people like you Or people that look Like you do Don't have these Uncomfortable conversations And we they don't have Pushbacks They do not Go to these people Who are in Positions of authority To tell them We will not stand for this Yeah you will not have this In our country Right Then everything's lost man Yeah I had I had to like Check one of my friends who was like telling me? He's just like you don't want to fight for black people, you don't want to like push the projects for black people. Like, why do you want to leave the country? Blah blah. blah. I was just like, dude. Like, I've been fighting all my life, dude. Like yeah. the very fact that I am here to where I am right now is a credit to black excellence. I feel. Yeah. And I I take it upon myself that like I don't I understand that, and I hope I want other people to like. I don't want to, like, force upon this and I don't want to say, like, I'm right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. I understand that as a person of color and as a minority, if I am ever to put in a position of authority, it is my job. It is a necessity to get other people that haven't had the privilege to get into that spot. And here's my pushback to all you people who ever think or will argue that. Oh, it's wrong to vote for someone, particularly because they're a minority or they're women or whatever. Uh, it happens all the time. White men. There are a lot of <laughs> white men who are in positions of authority who are not qualified all the time. And they're right. there because of their friend.
0: Yeah. So who vote based on that identity? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. So. And so we have to
1: really think about how to progress and to get better representation and to get more people who really care about us and who are more like us yeah because the fact of the matter is dude we shouldn't have a bunch of white dudes in a room all coming up with immigration policy we should yeah. have a bunch of white dudes in a room coming up with policies about women's body and health yeah we shouldn't have a bunch of white dudes in the room deciding social security tax cuts it, it keeps on like boggling me man like yeah I I do a lot of I look into a lot of polling and it's just like they um uh, you can find an article on this. They found uh a disparity between Republicans and Democrats in terms of like how their voters view women when they're up on the ballot. You mm. know, like Republicans are least likely for women. Uh you know, there's 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 something to that and like uh, Democrats are more likely, but it's still it's still not as high as you want it to be, you know. Right. There's still some like misogyny in both parties. It's just more extreme in the other party, less on the other party. Um, and I'm gonna use the word misogyny because hey, guys, call it what it is. Yeah. You know, like, gotta take back these words, also. <laughs> Big yeah. point. I, I'm gonna get, I'm. I'm just dropping dimes and jewels and tangents on you guys. I appreciate it, man. And you're, we got to take back these words. Point, so I'm, I'm, here's another one I'm going to take back, and we'll get back. We'll get to this eventually, pro-life. We'll get to this. But we had to take back all of what's been happening and the degradation of like America by putting people who are like us in office. Mm-hmm. And it starts with getting over the fact that we view certain groups of people as not fit for certain positions. Right. You have to ask yourself, why is it that we have – very few black people black you know people of color, Asians, Latinos, women in executive positions. Why aren't there more governors, more senators? You know like why is it our electorate is not electing people as our representation that represents us?
0: Yeah. It's not reflective It's of not the reflective population. of the population at all. Of the constituents.
1: At all. At all. So we have to do a better job of that, you know. And it really starts with us being involved and us like pushing passport. Like I said, it all goes back to having these conversations. You got to you got to tell your friends, man. Go out and vote. You got to tell your friends it's important. You got to tell your friends to like have these conversations and to like be engaged. I, people say I'm too political, but like politics is everything, man. Politics is your yeah. life. <laughs> politics is in everything that you do. Yeah, there's no other way around it.
0: Yeah, man, it baffles me that anyone can afford to be a political at this point, you know. Um, and also, like, I'll be talking to people sometimes that are tr- are defending Trump in a certain way and, and trying to be like, "Yeah, everything except the racism." And I'm like, "You, c- if you cannot distinguish the two, you know. Like, you don't get to have." But
1: that's like, okay, okay, take the racism aside. So you're fine with the sexual assault. Yeah. You're fine with like <laughs> you're fine with him being a crook. You're fine with him right. having mob ties. It's like, yeah. he is. Yo, I respect the odd Offense of the presidency. This man's a piece of shit. Let's yeah. be real about it. Yeah, like let's be real. I, I, we gotta stop mincing words. And yeah, he is a terrible human being. Terrible. Yeah, he's a terrible, you, terrible
0: person. Yeah, it's just it it baffles me that people can can look past a lot of things. You You're know?
1: not looking past them. They're o- <laughs> they're okay with it. Like this yeah. is the thing. Like it's wild. They don't choose him in spite of those things. They choose him because of those things.
0: Yeah. You know. Whoa. Yeah. It's like. We got to
1: stop, like, acting like, oh, the poor Trump supporter being swindled. It's like, nah, man, like, they knew what they were doing. Right. Like, they, <laughs> they knew what they were voting for. Like, yeah. You know, like, if you literally go back to, like, the election, everything that he said is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like, this is not, there's, like, people are, like, chaos, and they're like, nah, dude, that's just, like, I've just yeah. been sitting here watching, him like, damn, yo, like, I can't believe y'all actually let him do this. Yeah. Like damn, yo! Like he really, I can't believe. I hate the pre- president who is out here paying porn stars, yo. It's amazing. <laughs> like someone said on Twitter, and it's like, damn, yo, like that's true. Like feels any other pre- like we accepted that from like JFK. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this dude, literally everything about him is so corrupt and is just so wrong to like the umph degree. Yeah. But uh, I forgot what we were talking about. I'm sorry. I, it's just like no. hearing his name yeah, just no. elicits
0: that, you know? For sure, man. But, no, I appreciate, like, you speaking your mind in such an eloquent way. You know? Yeah. The the point that I was getting at earlier, that if you disagree, like, please, I'm 100% down to hear your perspective on. When I was talking about um, things being dormant, it's just that, like, a lot of people, and maybe I articulated myself wrong, but what yeah. I was trying to say was that, like, um that there's there's a lot of sort of things that Trump gave voice to that didn't just come out of nowhere, you know, and oh, that, that bigotry and that hatred. Oh, that's a way
1: better way of framing it.
0: Yeah, I really think I said it bad the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a better way of framing it. And I, but basically, like he r- represents sort of like uh, uh, a malice and and a lot of sort of ugly parts of America that that is um that ha- that has been, you know. I that's us make an issue, man. Trump yeah. isn't
1: yo man. <laughs> I, I I'll I'll give people I'll give people a, a, a trip. So I uh I, I took a trip, right? I went overseas. Yeah. Uh for spring break. Uh I told you about this, right? I think so. Yeah, and I, I went to like uh London and Paris, and I met a lot of German people. Mm. The one thing you'll notice about the German people, it's very important to note. <laughs> German people are extremely apologetic. Mm. All of them, are extremely apologetic. Right. Yes. And I was, like, I have a really good friend who I've known for, like, half a decade now, even uh, close to that I think. And she, like, came out to, like, flew out from Germany, like, spent a day with me in London, and we just, like, hung out. And uh, we, like, talked about it. And she's just, like, yeah, you know, like, we live in a society where, like, we have to, like, kind of, like, really apologize to, like, the atrocity that we committed. And, like, we still, like, it's very ingrained in our society and, like, anything that mentions it we're very gung-ho about it like people monitor other people to make sure that like you're setting a good example for the children like you can't like right cross the streets if like the the crosswalk sign is not right like mm. little things like that like right American people after the Civil War and during specifically during the civil rights era had more monuments of former slaveholders and confederacy right as like a fuck you to the civil rights movement yeah that's how we do things <laughs> compared to another country where a massive atrocity happens yeah look at that
0: where there's responsibility responsibility and, yeah for
1: us it's fuck your feelings yeah Trump epitomizes like I, I love those shirts because he epitomizes like the american idea of like when people like say like this is like Oh, I can't believe this is who we are. I'm like, who we are or who we become? Like, right, dude. Like, I took a Native American history class and and I learned a ton, a ton. My professor, Todd Thompson, very, very great guy, very smart guy. And we really started from like earlier on before America. Like, we started yeah. in like the 1400s mm-hmm. when like the Native Americans were. People don't know this, but like. If you look at the numbers that they estimate, like the Native American empire was like millions upon millions of people. Right. It was like hundreds of millions even, they 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 believe. Yeah. Bigger than Europe. Yeah. So that was here way before the Europeans existed. Like they had a very, they, they didn't have a primitive society. It was very advanced at the yeah. time. And there's just stories upon stories. It's like how we, how America, was founded upon their backs, essentially. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll I'll say this. This is one good one. One good antidote. You know who Trump's favorite
0: president is? I don't. I'm going to guess Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Jackson. Yes. How would you know? Uh, There was a lot of comparisons when when he first got elected and just, you know.
1: So this is a true story. Andrew Jackson, during the... Populist fuckface. (laughs) During the French and Indian (laughs) War, right? He was saved... By a uh, Native American tribesman. He's saved by him, literally on the battlefield. And when he became president, what did he start? The trail of tears. Yeah. Right? This same guy comes to the White House and he's just like, hey, man, like, I saved your life. Like, come on, like, these are my people. Can you please, like, not do this? And, like, Tyler Jefferson's like, yeah, I allowed you to come in here but get the fuck out. They're just like, get the fuck out. Terrible. T- this is the same... No, this is the same... That's I mean, not, I mean, Andrew Jackson. I didn't say Thomas Jefferson. This is the same Andrew Jackson when, like, this is what I mean about pushback. Right. Uh, people don't know this, but the Trail of Tears was found constitutionally illegal. The Supreme Court told him he couldn't do that. And you know what Andrew Jackson tells the Supreme Court justice? The fuck are you going to do with your army? Literally. He's like... What army are you gonna stop me with?
0: This I did not know.
1: I did. Oh not yeah, know. this is like a thing in America. News just like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Oh shit! He people like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Like, that was just it. It's like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and you're just gonna suck it.
0: Yeah. So I, yeah, I think the thing that is most shocking to me is that, and I don't know enough to be able to articulate. Um, specific examples, and and please, uh, you know, contradict me if I'm wrong. But I feel like one thing that doesn't get talked about enough is that, like, that the United States is like the number one arms dealer across the world, and there's, you know, like, a, a just go like watch War Dogs. What's seen, War Dogs? You seen War Dogs? It's no. like a Juno Hell movie of
1: uh, about like a, you know, just pretty much like how the defense contract, how people make millions upon millions of dollars on defense contracting and everything like Mm. that, and how, like, the military complex industry works in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, like, we have, like, the largest defense budget in, like, the world. Yeah. Like, if you take all the other big, like, I think it was, like, nine countries, it's still not as much as ours. Yeah. But, yeah, just, like, watch War Dogs. Like, I, I don't remember exactly the whole situation, but, like, I know the fringe somewhat... Like There's like a policy in place where like the u s government has to like have contracts with certain dealers to get equipment because you have to like relegate that. It makes perfect sense you know yeah. like you can't have your your weapons like not working in the sense like the dealers could just like charge a gun that's like two hundred dollars for like fifteen hundred dollars yeah. so it's a lot of that.
0: Yeah, and just whether it's, you know, the most liberal president or the most conservative president, that there's this American sort of machine that is complicit no matter what party's in power in, like, a lot of atrocities across the world that are the trail of tears But why does that
1: happen, though? Like, that's the thing. Like, it all goes back to, like, we can, like, say, like, whether there's, like, a Republican or a Democratic president, it's just like, yo, Barack Obama probably didn't want to do a lot of the things that he had to do. But he had to do those things because, frankly, he might not want to say, but, like, we kind of failed him, man. Like, allowing the Tea Party situation to happen and not having, like, pushback upon the people who were in the Tea Party.
0: Will you tell me? I am actually not very aware of this Tea Party situation. The
1: Tea Party situation was, like, so uh, the Democrats came in with, like, a majority within like most houses and when obama's elected they had right. like a super majority and everything like that i might be i might be wrong Don't don't quote me on all these things but i'm very yeah. close to these things yeah uh but uh eventually what happened was that he had a lot during like the midterm elections coming up like ha, you know during like his office he had like just a wave of republicans like ted cruz was elected ted cruz is like a tea partyer Okay. You know, it's just, like, the whole idea of, like, oh, Obama's, like, taking taking our guns, like, taking our country and all that. Right. So, the Tea Party movement was, like, the anti, like... The Tea Party movement is, like, the anti-progressive movement, in a sense. Okay. It's, like, the exact opposite. The exact thing that's happening with Trump now and what they call, like, the blue wave is, essentially, right. the Tea Party movement.
0: Okay. That's what you would Like, think. an intense, extreme, almost, maybe, right wing? Exactly. Yeah, okay.
1: exactly. Like, the Freedom Caucus. Anything you hear about, like, the Freedom Caucus and all the people... In the, those are, like, extreme... Evant, like evangelism, right? Who like believe like literally is like in their or ordained belief. Yeah. I hey, you might I might be wrong. If you if you if you, you want to find me and tell and you can email me, you can email me. He'll he'll tell you my email. And you think my opinion on your beliefs is wrong? Just send it to me, and <laughs> I'll do a follow podcast. And we'll go through these emails even if yeah. we have to, but. They generally believe that, hey, like, if it comes down to destruction of the earth for, like, their religion, it's fine. Because we're all going to, you know, that's how we find salvation or something like that. And it's just, like, the idea that these people were perpetrating is just, like, Obama is, like, pretty much like the Antichrist. You know? Like, everything Uh, that, every single extreme. This is the thing with, like, Trump. Like, Trump was not... There are a lot of people like Trump in office before Trump. Tom Cotton is Trump. Stephen King is like a congressman who, from New York, I think. I think Stephen King's from New York. No, no, Stephen King's from Iowa. Yeah, I remember this because I have a friend from Iowa I, I checked her Facebook and I was just like, her, I knew one of her parents is in politics and I was just like, right. I hope Steve King's not one of her friends because that no. would be really fucking weird. <laughs> Steve King uh, like randomly retweets like Nazi propaganda, like straight up Nazi propaganda what? and like they caught him like recently and they're like, dude, do you know this is Nazi stuff, right? And he's just like, okay, and? <laughs> kept it up and I was like, word. That's he he insane, kept, man. Steve King has said on several times, several, you know what, like, We got to like find these exact quotes because I don't don't want people calling me fake news. Let me (laughs) look up the exact quotes that Steve King's had because he said some things about like not wanting uh, the white race to die out and not letting, uh, you know, population, population control.
0: Yeah, that's creepy.
1: Yeah, man, it's like and this guy has been office for a while.
0: This I did not know. I don't know this guy's name that you just said.
1: Then there's Tom Cotton. Oh, okay. So, like, let me, okay. So, it says, so this is from, this is a CNN article, and this is from March 14th, 2017. Mm. Rep Stephen King doubled down Monday on comments he made over the weekend in which he appeared to criticize foreigners and immigrants, drawing compliments of intensively on social media and from some of the Hill colleagues, including from within his own party. Wow, within his own party. I bet Paul Ryan said, I, I did not hear these comments, but I'm deeply, deeply disturbed by them. <laughs> King, a prominent Iowa Republican and a vocal advocate against illegal immigration tweeted, we can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies. Wow. That's been, that's been close to 14 words, Steve. Sure. Just, just, just say the 14 words. <laughs> just say it for me. Just say it for
0: me. Yeah. And what is he? He's in the House of Representatives? hmm Oh, man.
1: Wow. Asked by CNN Cuomo on a new day to clarify his comments, King said, he meant exactly what I said. Double down on it, okay? Wow. You cannot rebuild your civilization with somebody else's babies. You got to keep the, your birth rate up. You what? need to keep, and you need to teach your children your values, King said. Paraphrasing remarks, he said he's delivered to audiences in Europe. In doing so, you can grow your population, you can strengthen your culture, and you can stre- strengthen your way of life, King said. To see less of an emphasis on race in the in the future, if you go down a road a road a few generations or maybe centuries with it, intermarriage I like to see in America that is just so homogenous that we look a lot the same.
0: Wow, man! You see, when you when you when you encounter like bigotry that is that sort of like deep rooted and intentional, like how do you not just have despair? And you're just like, well, why would like, I have
1: despair? I shouldn't have despair, man, because it's just well, like well, as
0: far as like. Uh, <sighs> Changing that person's mind, you know, or 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 trying to like connect with that person over or something, or like,
1: I can Steve King's a Steve King's an adult man. He's like, he's <laughs> a grown ass man at this point in time. Like, I can just be like, Steve King, you're wrong, man. This is why you're wrong, and yeah. I'm sorry that you believe this, but like, how you how you, what you believe in, and because you're represented, it hurts, and it dramatically affects me. And if you can't change your views, I'm going to put you the fuck out. That's what it is. It's just like, you you can't excuse that behavior. You got to have pushback. Yeah. Let, me look, let me look up Steve King's record. Let me see how many times he's been elected. And this is like the thing that kills me. Okay, Steve King's been a member of his political office or a member of like you know, politics in general. Since nineteen ninety seven. Fuck. He's been a member of the US House of Representatives from Iowa's Fifth District since two thousand
0: and three. So twenty years of Nazi in power.
1: That's it.
0: Crazy, man.
1: You know what? Steve King probably got elected. The first time Steve King got elected thing is like people don't understand is that like there's I look at pooling and I do a lot of like I read a lot of books about politics and there's like a whole game to it where like. Trump kind of like fucked it up for everyone who like does a lot of rope pulling and like actual, you know, campaigning. But if you're in, if you're an incumbent, incumbent, uh, you know, in any position, you have like a built-in like plus three, plus four, right? Just like pulling advantages from like recognition and stuff like that. So just like just because Steve King he got an office, people are like oh, I like this guy, or I'm just gonna vote for this guy because he's Republican, right? They're probably not like listening to all his racist stuff. There's probably like 20, 30% of the people, the popular that actually like really hard coalition doesn't like support it. But like, yeah, the other people are like, oh, he's just like a Republican vote, so I'm gonna vote for him. Right. Regardless of like, you guys can vote for people who are Republican I don't believe in the shit that he promotes. Yeah. In. And That's the longer the thing.
0: that he stays in power, the harder he, here he is exactly. to remove from power.
1: Exactly. Because what happens is that like, the longer you stay in power, the more authority that you have in our government because it's based off of seniority. So the person that who has seniority and, like, you know, whatever, like, office or whatever, like, you know, like, program, whatever, anything like that. Yeah. It's just, like, you can't really fuck with that, you know? like right. It's hard to, like, get people out of office. Yeah. You know? It's, like, it's a whole system of, like, we need to fix the way that we have our parties. We need a committee. So I was looking for a committee. Whatever committee you end, you become get a lot of power. This is why it's important that we get back the House Congress.
0: What's we the House Congress?
1: I mean the House of Congress. Uh, oh, the, the Con- House of Congress. Congress. That's kind of Congress. Kinda cool. If you if you get back the Congress, the Democrats will have a lot of subpoena power. Yeah, cuz they'll be ahead of like a lot of committees where like vaccine, waters specifically will have the power to like subpoena Trump's uh, bank records. Mm. Yeah. So like things like that matter. Yeah. So, like you know what I mean like this is why you have to like look at who you're voting for and every single person you're voting for like how you're voting for but like yeah Steve King and people of his ilk have been in power for a long time and it's always been an issue man it's just like now people are just finally starting to like believe it you
0: know yeah totally it's like but it's important that you point out uh, like things that people are being outraged about currently exist in other people and have been for a while you know
1: I love stand up comedy man and I love Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle me too had a stand-up comedy like what i think it was like 90s or like early 2000s about like oh he's just like you know like how dc became better and he like made a whole like little segment about like oh like white people finally believe in like police brutality Like this is like the 90s you just like oh nancy oh i saw these cops beating up these negroes like fucking hotcakes <laughs> and i was just like was, like they should probably make a joke about that in like the 90s dude like early '90s, it's mm. like now you guys finally believe that we're getting shot, like you know, like <laughs> now because there's so many like video proof, like it's been happening. Like right. I, 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 I was in a, a class of like a a women's feminist class. They, women's, you know, it was it was really important, and we had we we're having this conversation really about the same thing. And like uh, this white dude was just like, oh my god, like I can't believe this is happening. Like we need to have a discussion about this, and I was just like, dude really yeah like i was like man, how old are you like you're 18, 19 19 like i like, i guess like it's on me to like not be surprised because this is where i'm gonna get into the social commentary of it yo get more get more people that don't look like you as your friends man mm-hmm. i'm sick and tired of seeing all these people on facebook with a bunch of white people <laughs> i'm tired of it and this is how we combat racism This is really it. Like this is how we combat racism. This is how we combat bigotry. Get more people that don't look like you as your friends, and introduce them to your family, man. Because I definitely know I had like situations where like I had friends whose parents are racist and like stuff like that, and like they've apologized to me, you know, or they apologized to like friends of her friends because of certain situations that went on. Really? And yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, dude. That's the only thing you can do. You got to be like, Dad, this is like my friend. Yeah. You gotta accept them. this is my friend, you have to accept them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's easier to dehumanize somebody when they're not sitting at your dinner table. Exactly, you know? and
1: the thing is, it's like, when you get past that barrier, and they start to see you as, like, this is, like, my son's friend. This is, like, this is this kid that looks like my son's friend is, he's not gonna think about that next time he sees another black person. He's not gonna call a cop, he's gonna be like, he can call a cop, because this is a kid that looks like, you know, like, Tom. You know, like yeah. he, look, Tom is, like, a friend, because I'm not gonna, like... right. Start getting more diversity in your communities and your networks. Mm. And when you have that, you also create a network where you can build and get these people who look different from you in the right positions Mm -hmm. also. It's good for society and it's also good for business, man. It's like understated. We don't talk about how like a lot of these marketing gas, man, if you had a if you had a black person you had a, or a lady, or some minority, and every single company who was just like nah I ain't gonna look, just pay one person, or like a couple, and <laughs> be like nah I ain't gonna look man. Yeah, you would have less of these Pepsi situations, because <laughs> it's just like yo like someone tell you like dub soap when they had like their little, uh, controversy about like oh like the soap they use the soap to clean the black lady and she like turn white like it was like a thing yeah, this like I a,
0: did not see or dude, know dude it's
1: just like these little things like that it's just like come on man like it's not a good look yeah You got one person <laughs> you spent millions upon millions of dollars like a hundred thousand dollars on this ad and it's giving all this negative publicity yeah and all you need to have pay someone like sixty seventy grand a year like nah yeah. it's Saying a good look <laughs> that's it yeah it's all you gotta do and it's just like we're not looking at these things man I I I'm glad that you got me on all the on uh, politics man like I was gonna like, spend this time talking about like my dating life and like living in la just, like <laughs> that would have made me really sad
0: <laughs> but, like this is this
1: is a lot better hey
0: well we can talk about that stuff too and I mean, that's no, a nothing's that's a off, off nothing's too sad for this podcast that's for sure but um I'm curious about your own political involvement and endeavors. I know you were involved in a campaign recently for uh California gubernatorial race
1: yes John Chang yeah. Uh man, I, I'm so sad because, like, I feel he's such a good man. Like, it's, it's like, hard to, like. How did you get involved? I, I literally just, like, uh, emailed someone in, like, the USC, like, uh, political, like, science department. Uh, the Unreal Institute was just like, yo, I need a job. I need something to do. <laughs> yeah. What do you have for me? I need something to do. Because, like, uh, my whole stance has been, like, I've been trying to get as involved in community activity and service and whatever. And, like, I'm, like, doing a shit job of it now. I'm, I've i spent the last couple of weeks just like a reading, doing a little bit of schoolwork. Not as much schoolwork as I should be doing for my internet class, but like I'm playing 2K. But outside of that, I'm going to like start in a couple of weeks, hopefully, uh, some uh, canvassing for some like environmental programs. But like I've just been like trying to like, get as involved as I can and just like spend my time doing Yeah. that a little bit. I- I'm a little ashamed that I don't do more. Like I, I I speak out on my Facebook whatever like but I'm a little ashamed that I don't go door to door as much as I should be doing. I'm not as like involved as I should be, and I, I want to, and I wish there was like easier ways of doing it. But uh, hopefully, at some point, my thing is just like I want to make enough money with like my real job that I can like just be as engaged in politics and like make it like my hobby in a sense. Right. You
0: know, is running for office something you'd ever consider? Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: absolutely not so like, your dream,
0: your five year old dreams are uh, are no longer
1: uh, no nah, it's like a thing for me that's like I l- I learned a lot about myself going to therapy and a lot of like what this is like this kind of ties into like the whole relationship aspect of like what it was just <laughs> yeah like, no I'm curious about uh, that dude like I I grew up in like a very like very like strict household and, rec- and then the situation of like uh you grew up with like a fucking borderline narcissist borderline narcissist you, you grew up in a whole situation of like always trying to like please that person and right it's just, like never enough yeah right? never enough and like i i always feel like every single relationship i've been with like person with people romantic and even like plutonic it's just like a situation with like me being like second place or feeling like i'm second place mm. and it's just like i would never want to like one product because i feel like it would fucking kill me if i just like continue to just like really like never never do anything you know <laughs> right just, like, i'd rather be a public service man. Like there's like ways to, like this is the thing like people don't say like there's so many ways to be involved in politics and you don't have to be someone who's elected. You can be someone who just like works your way in public service or someone who works in the private sector who, you know, also like tries to engage with the public sector. The whole pipe dream that like, oh, only being elected is like the only employed, way to affect change. Nah, dude, like start, you can start a, a community action group, you know, like start something start a local organization grassroots movement like if you're listening to this podcast i want you wherever you are right now to like talk to your friends and start an organization to try to push for whatever city state county whatever you're in to push for first of all making election day a national holiday yeah you know push for stuff like that push for reenfranchising You know, felons, people who are nonviolent felons, people who have paid their debt to society the right to get their vote back, you know, making access to the political system easier. And that's something you can do on a local level. That's something you can do, like, within your friends. And that's something you can do just by, like, getting a bunch of people together, finding your city official who, you know, controls certain aspects of that. And it's not not someone higher up. You can, if you want to get in contact with anyone in politics, it's easy to do. Mm. You know? Yeah. Email them. Continue emailing them. like, Treat it like a date. Yeah. Treat, treat, it, like, treat it like one of the 10 dates that you've had where it's like, God damn, I need to talk to this friend. Right <laughs> like, treat it like one of those situations, man. Yeah. Like, and you'd be surprised at how much you can do. Like, one man could change the world, man. Like, I can't believe that.
0: Damn. Every single.
1: Yeah. Every, like, every single time I talk to people, people are like, what can I do? Like, right. Just like, don't feel so helpless, man. Like, yeah. You're, you're one vote. When he would, like tell me things like a corporation has all this money, all that money is being spent to get votes, though, because every single vote matters. Disney has, it's not a, is a conglomerate, but every single person at Disney, no matter how much you're fucking paid from the CEO to the janitor, has one vote. Right. One vote. Their voice is, their voice is both equally heard within a democracy, because mm. you can like the same representatives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, don't feel so helpless. Get out there. Yeah. Like, and I, this is the thing. Is just like, I want you to get out there, and I want you to understand. That like, this is not something that we can't do, and this is not something like change is Change is possible, and situations like this, man. I feel that like. We're in this because people fear the change that's gonna happen. People see people see it.
0: Mm.
1: People see that like our generation, man, I feel like our generation is a lot more conscious of the things that are happening and a lot. A lot more conscious of like our effect on the environment and the world around us. And that's not to say that there aren't a lot of people who are bigoted or backwards that don't understand necessarily the perspective of like progress is Because, mm-hmm. and I say this just because like I don't like the article saying that like things are like less racist or things are like you know improving because they're not. Right. Do you know it's the like, the idea that I learned like Native American my Native American history class is that like, you know, um the what what's it called? That they uh the reservations that they have where they have like the reservations were pretty much open air prisons. That's what he described it as. Mm. He's just like it's not you're not encasing them but you're putting it in open air prisons. It's right. the same thing. Restricting since, and yeah. sense we got rid of slavery, we have more African Americans in prison now than we had actual slaves back then.
0: Wow. Holy yeah. shit. I did not know that. Let me Google
1: this and make sure I am not giving you fake news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I I sadly I can believe it, um, but I, I wasn't aware of that of that stat. That's fucking crazy.
1: And it's like
0: I know there were like an overwhelmingly, or that there is an overwhelmingly disproportionate number of African American males in prison. Um, I didn't know it was bigger than that. Yeah,
1: this is like from a 2011 article uh, from Huffington Post by Michelle Alexander. More black men are in prison today than were enslaved in
0: 1850.
1: Fuck. So if that was like in 2011, then that's probably true still t- today. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's just like Damn. you just change the system. Yeah. Because they never really got rid of slavery. They just, you can still be, if you're a convict, you can still have forced labor. You mm. know what I mean? It's like, this is where I get the, uh, it's why I get a little upset when people, when people talk about legality and justice and stuff like that. And it's just like I got in a little fight with one of my friends, a little tiff, it was k- k- kerfuffle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was your friend saying?
1: He was just like uh, hammering me with statistics about like, oh, like, it was something really stupid, I think, about like uh, gang violence. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, something about gang violence and like uh, the black households just being like disproportionately, like why there's so many black people in jail, stuff like that. And I was just like, explaining to him, I was just like, dude, you have to understand just because the rules are set in place doesn't make them right. There are a lot of facially neutral rules that are discriminatory. The Jim Crow laws were facially neutral.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's just like,
1: <laughs> Server but equal, it seemed like a good concept, you know? Right, yeah. It's people can justify doing a lot of fucked up things.
0: If you phrase it the right way. If you phrase it the right way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and until like we understand that, until like you understand that it's just like you can't really go on about like understand that the system is just or the system the way is the way it is because it's supposed to be the way it is, you know?
0: Right, yeah. No, and, and if people don't have resources and, and, and tools to lift themselves up, then you're, you're not going to see numbers reflected in statistics.
1: Why are – no, because it's the exact environment they're creating, man. If people don't have resources, that's – why do you have gang violence? You have gang violence because black-on-black black crime is not a thing. It's not a real thing. I'm gonna keep on yelling. If you ever come to me with black on black crime, gang on gang crime, I'm gonna yell at you because it's not a thing. I'm an. I've studied economy, economics. I'm an economist. I read the Economist. All right. So, if you look at the statistics, it's not black on black crime. It's poor on poor crime. disproportionately dis- speaking right. white people kill white people nearly at the same rate that black people kill black people yeah it's poor people killing poor people Just desperate desperate people yeah and you're more likely to be killed by someone that you know than a random stranger so the idea that like i said we're going to we are all going back yeah. that you need a gun <laughs> to protect yourself from unknown harm is insane. You probably need a gun to protect yourself from Uncle Jerry because Uncle Jerry is more likely to kill you than a random stranger <laughs> on the street.
0: Fact. I didn't know that. I didn't He's know just, that. You can. People might want to. I've like, heard that about uh, sexual assault. It's but not thing. about murder. It's, it's, but that makes sense.
1: More of crime is perpetrated by people that you know. It's yeah. more likely you're going to be killed by someone that you know yeah. than like a random stranger. You know. Totally. Yeah. Like think about it. Like how many times do you randomly you hear you've heard of things like that happening, but like yeah those are like motivated by certain situations like the annapolis situation like the guy that like shot up that thing that shot up the, the newspaper if i'm if i'm not correct like he had a history of like harassing someone that worked there you know so it's just like oh mm. this isn't like you know what i mean like it's
0: not out of nowhere yeah
1: so we got a I'm sorry, I got off. One.
0: Ask your question again. No worries. Yeah. I'm not sure what my question was. It's you're just this is eye-opening information. Um,
1: oh, we're talking about black and black crime.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes,
1: and yeah. we're talking about uh, you know legality and systems. Yeah. Okay. So, so to get like back to it, it's just we have to like change the rules, and it also goes to the point about you know if having the right people who our representation actually reflecting your electorate. Yeah, they'll be able to come up with actual justifiable rules, you know. Right. It's, and to a larger discussion, it's like the situation that we're having, like right now. It, I'll just say, like, well, Roe v. Wade, and with the major conversation we're gonna have to have with abortion, you know, and like yeah. women's rights. It's, think about it. Pro-choice and pro-life. Pro-life isn't a thing. Yeah. It's. I'm taking that word back. <laughs> it's you pro. You're pro-life if you're pro-choice. Yeah. Because you're pro-life for the baby or the mother. Either or. Right. If you're pro-life, you're anti-choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're anti-choice. It's what it is. Yeah. Because it's the same people or it's a Venn diagram. I'm not going to say it's the same people. It's a Venn diagram of the same people who are pro-life that also don't believe in giving out handouts to people. That also are right. you know okay with ripping babies away.
0: Yeah. So it's just like. Did you see Michelle Wolf's? Uh, any of her new Netflix show?
1: I haven't yet, but I'll get a chance. It's then.
0: good. Oh, well, her episode that came out yesterday. She does a whole thing on pro life, where she's saying like these people only care about birth for some reason, and and like if you're going to va- if you're going to say that you value life, you also have to value the lives of immigrants and the lives of women, and you know this point that you're making about like it being a misleading term. <laughs> it know? is
1: a very misleading term. And like, it's funny because, uh, I, you should go to the end. Oh, you're not at SC anymore. I guess.
0: Nah, dude. Uh, I'm just congrats, a guy congrats. now. Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to like
1: spend like my last semester, just going to like events and, uh, where last semester we had, uh, damn, I'm forgetting his, I'm blanking on his name. Cause I'm just like, I was like, so, so, so sad that he like came. It was like, uh, a poster, uh I'll remember it but like he, it was like a famous poster that we uh from the Republicans and he made a he made a big point about explaining like the influence of words and just like changing the definition of words and you know mm. like changing the uh the uh estates tax to like a death tax, stuff stuff like that, you know, language right. matters. Yeah. So like the idea of like them using the word pro life Preppy choose that you hate life. Yeah. If you're
0: like... You're anti-life. Uh, you know?
1: <laughs> you're pro-choice. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't necessarily believe that... I might not be like gung hoing abortions, but like, hey man, it's like, it's your choice to do what you want to do. Right, exactly, like, yeah. I don't feel that people should be forced to have children. Do you know if they don't want to have children? And there are a lot of like situations where people shouldn't have children, you know? Yeah. And... Man, it's, it's really fucked up, man. We live in a, we we're, we're like slowly like slipping to like the Handmaid's tail, <laughs> And it's just like, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be inspired because I'm telling you, man, the light's going to come. Mm. It's, it's either going to come or it's, or this is all going to fall. <laughs> only, no, nah, dude, it's like, this. it's like, there's only two options I think, <laughs> at this point it'll come or it won't
0: <laughs> come or it won't, man.
1: but i generally think it will come because i think like people are starting to become awake to it
0: yeah well i appreciate your um your perspective man and and your your energy and and your willingness to 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 share this stuff the way that you do man and i'm curious before we end our podcast yeah. about um like first of all thank you for for uh shedding light on all that stuff um but I want to hear about this dating situation because I'm oh, curious. It, oh, it's, it's, I'm it's also great. trying to date right now. I'm on the apps. They suck. I hate them. I haven't had any success on them. You
1: know why they suck, dude? Because it's like it's the same thing with like human nature and human experience. Because we're not we're not authentic. No, so, <laughs> if we. Dating apps don't work because like we don't necessarily like, we're not realistic about like who we are and what we want and like
0: yeah what we want you know <laughs> yeah it's when I'm whenever I'm filling out a profile I'm like okay I want to take this seriously because I want to get some dates but also if I, I don't want to I want to show the person that I'm not taking it that seriously or something and then you're trying to walk that weird line of like this is dumb but Dude, also please like, date me <laughs> it's like so
1: weird because like like I said like I I have like this. I have like the fucking Kevin Durant complex. Second place. That's, uh, we're calling the second place common the Kevin second Durant place complex. The Kevin okay. Durant complex. The Kevin Durant.
0: Back to basketball.
1: Oh, this is very timely. Anyone who loves basketball knows this. So Kevin Durant is arguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Durant's problem was that he ended up playing in the same era as LeBron James. So right, no one gives Kevin Durant the the recognition that he he deserves. Like Kevin Durant for being like as good as a basketball player as he is, people don't really, like, stand for him like that, you know? Like, people don't mm. defend him like that, and, like, people don't really respect him the way that he deserves to be respected. Right. And he had a, he came out and really said, he's like, I hate being, like, I second pick, second MVP, uh, mm. second round, he's like, I hate being second place. Kevin Durant complex.
0: How's this come to your dating life?
1: It comes my dating life. So, I'm I get super you. fucking anxious. <laughs> super fu- I I hate and i hate talking to people <laughs> i hate it because so i'm like my first experience with like a girl like me or thinking girl like me when i was like 11 and it was like my friend's putting a prank on me which is like still like oh scar- god scarred me to this day no so like
0: to no. the exactly oh, man
1: so like now it's like for me my it's heart like,
0: hurts for for 11 year old stuff oh it
1: doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt like i for me, it's just like now I'm at a place where I'm like, oh wow, am I being really clingy? Am I being super clingy? Or am I not being really clingy? Or it's just like I'll be like, now I'm not talking to the person for like a couple months. Like, be like hey, what's up? Oh, I'll be like, yeah. oh, like, oh, Like, oh, and it's just like, dude, it's so hard to like meet people.
0: It is. It really I mean, like, is. I'm it's out like, of it, school it, now, it, and I'm uh, like, where do I meet people?
1: <laughs> it's really hard, and it's like I didn't realize like how, like, my friend friend jokes with me that like i'm i like meet random girls I, it's, i'm not playing I, I i'm terrible i am fucking terrible i can legitimately say that every single girl that has had a romantic inclination with me absolutely hates her doesn't want to talk to me <laughs> i'm like literally like what makes oh, you my? say that
0: I, i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm
1: pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure They all Hate me Or have some like
0: I got a couple of those of You gotta have a couple towards
1: me <laughs> To some degree Or just like oh, Yeah Yeah. It's yeah
0: sometimes I, it's tough To sit with
1: I deserve them I deserve <laughs> them I deserve them dude Like I'm not I'm not afraid of me. like. I'm kind of a piece of shit all right. uh,
0: Relationships You learn man That's the point of relationships Hey man you know?
1: No no All men are shit Like this is No no Let's be real Let's be real This is like a thing Where like <laughs> Well, we're all pieces of shit man like society man society didn't make us good man i wish I, you know michael scott michael scott said something like that i am the way i am because society made me the way i am <laughs> something to that degree right it's just like i could be so all my scars and everything just make it really hard to have like a really healthy relationship or like right. meet someone that i should have a healthy relationship with that's a big part of it Mm. A huge part of having a healthy relationship is just like finding the right person that you want to devote some time into and that like generally want you there around them. Kevin Durant complex. I have not, I've not felt that. Yo, it's just like, damn, you're like, am I being annoying to this person? You know, like mm. that's where it like kind of kills me. Where it's just like, yeah, but hey I man, this that. is what like, I said. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sad, dude. I'm very optimistic. I, yeah. I always tell people, like, yo, I have like a 10-15 year plan where I plan on being like this is where Walk is me through my, it. This is not my life. This is this is where this is where I this is not my fight. Stress so fight is in 10-15 years man, I'm going to be on some beach in Greece with some girls whose first or last name I do not know or not know, I can't pronounce correctly who
0: who, yeah, it's I like the situation where you who, only know their last name.
1: I, I was just like, you know, like <laughs> I, listen, Stanopolis. You know, you're like, you, you your band as just like Steffi. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Got it. Something I can't pronounce. And we've been we've been together for a decent amount, and like she 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 adores me, but like right after I I'm like, it's the DJ Khaled situation. You ever you uh, ever
0: been on Snapchat?
1: Yeah. And you uh, you see DJ Khaled. You Cal heard of this?
0: You heard of this Snapchat?
1: <laughs> you ever, you ever been, I sound like, I sound like a the old man. You ever, you ever been. You like, guys, like, oh, check this, out this Snapchat. This Snapchat. This, the
0: kids are doing it. What's I DJ, call it the Snapchat. The Snapchat. That's How oh, you know, yeah. you're old. Always, always, always. I'm
1: 26, so I feel it.
0: When does, when does DJ Khaled have to come with Snapchat?
1: So, DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled is a very prolific Snapchatter. And DJ Khaled has a very like, healthy relationship with his girl, wife sort of in a sense we, th- there's been some stories about Kyle that came out that he got some heat for about him uh
0: not reciprocating yes uh, yeah. yes, yes yeah. yes <laughs> that.
1: But but uh, DJ Cal spent spend a lot of time like asking his wife like do you love me do you love me she'll be like stop stop she's like tell me you love me she's like stop like fuck me annoying like that's the type of relationship I want to have but like I generally know that person loves me but they're like hell oh, you like fuck man like Sometimes you can be annoying as shit, but right. goddamn! damn. Like, but there's that playfulness you know? there. Yeah. Because I generally feel that like, I like I can be like, I can be a fucking handful. Like there's some days I can be like, damn, I don't know, I don't know how I do. <laughs> so, like, I'm, like, I'm like so funny. Like, this is not, I can't be around people today. And there are some days, you know, like I just need to find that right energy. That's why I said like, yeah. yo, don't. Don't ever feel that, like, uh, where am I going to meet this girl? Dude, there's so many opportunities. Like, you're an artist, man. You go out and about. I feel like a lot of men or a lot of people, both sexes in a sense, like, they're not confident about, like, just talking to people and approaching each other, man. Like, we, we fear rejection. We feel our feelings hurt. And I've come to accept that just because I've had a ton of women laugh in my face. <laughs> and it is, it is, yo, yo, what you've had... I went on a once with a girl, I tried to like kiss her, like on the doorstep. She yeah. really laughed at me. Literally laughed. Oh. Just like, I hear the laugh in my dreams. Yeah. And like when I go out I'm like, man, what's the worst she gonna do? Laugh at me. <laughs> 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 right? You're
0: like, alive. Yeah, you know alive, the like worst case scenario. Like, right I'm,
1: a, I'm alive, baby. Yeah. just like you gotta be out here taking your chances. But also, this is why I said like guys are the fucking words. We we make it hard for women. To really be open and like be ex- and like e- explain the situation, because like ghosting is that thing I think because like it's it's a combination of two things. People don't like confrontation. People don't want to like deal with it. And also, men are really shitty in terms of like how we treat women when they're like, "Oh, I don't want to be with you." You know, mm-hmm. like I've had a lot of like situations I've heard of talked to like a lot of women. There's just like, "Oh, you think just because I." I I don't want to have sex with you, so like now you won't want to talk to me, or like I've gotten that sort of remark, or like oh like I don't want like a sexual relationship, so like you must like not want anything to do. It's just like no, like that's kind of fucked up, right? Like yeah, but it's you know it's something that continually happens to them, you know, and it's just like I'm not perfect. I probably could be better at that, being like not trying to seem like you know it's all sexual, you know, like yeah. And we also, as men, we also should be like, you know, respect the fact that women just want you to be friends, or like respect the fact that like women don't want any kind of relationship like that instead of being like, "Oh, fuck you, bitch," you know, like, right, <laughs> dude, y'all are fucking lames. I see. I, I I know a lot of you guys are fucking lames, man, because I see a lot of you guys do not understand. She is gonna post. Your fucking message, Snapchat, your Instagram DM to her friends—they're gonna see how fucking corny you are. They're gonna see your energy, and you can't <laughs> come with that. You—that's why I always leave a situation to be like, damn yo, I'm sorry it didn't work out. With I'm sorry it didn't work out, but like, really wish you well, and I hope like, you're you're a really wonderful person. And, like, I, it's probably me, and it's probably you, it's probably the timing, but like, I really want to be friends and i hope like yeah because you you met something to me at that time and right like, you know like but sometimes you do
0: need some space you, you know? do need
1: some space you definitely do need some space
0: like i think that there's like there are definitely oh, dude, there's it's some, difficult there's sometimes some healthy, you know it's hel- healthy boundaries versus like unhealthy like just I said, pushing dude, like I, away. i'm trying
1: to i gotta find my boundaries like i had yeah i find a healthy boundary where like it doesn't seem like it's tough man you're not you're, you're not holding on to the person you know it's just yeah like,
0: but at the time I fucked sh- it up on either side, you know. But the fact <laughs> is that like
1: we're having this conversation, it's important to have this conversation because men need to hear this. Yeah. It's part of the problem that women can't tell us these things, dude. Yeah. You know, like if women don't feel comfortable telling you like, yo, I I vibe with you, but like not like this. But right. we can still kick it. Dude, we can still kick it with Aubrey you don't have to vibe with you but Aubrey could have like and it shouldn't even be like something like you know sounds stupid but like maybe along the lines show introduce you to that person that is your person yeah you know and maybe you should appreciate the fact that she could also not even even that it's like she has value as a person most importantly she has value as a person and right. what she can inspire upon you or, or or imprint upon you yeah maybe is greater than just the object of sex, you yeah. Know? Like people, people like fail to like understand it I think we're like, and it's make it makes it hard to have real relationships, man. Like we're not building anymore. Hmm. But hey, man. Like I'm still on Tinder. I use I used Tinder for like I use Tinder for like, my- <laughs> like self affirmation, man. Like if I- if I-, I I use it to gauge how hot I am. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. It's just like
0: why not? Yeah. I Yeah, I feel what you're saying, man. A lot of wisdom, a lot of truth, a lot of compassion, a lot of empathy. Steph, where can people find your fucking podcast? I want to hear it.
1: Uh, people can find my podcast under uh, the Underachievers, but like now under SoundCloud. But uh, uh this is like the first podcast I've done in months, so I'm probably gonna restart my podcasting. So you do the uh,
0: yes, yeah, amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, I just need to, I guess, uh, stop fucking being lazy and just get the right setup and get right, right people on this. Uh, it's yeah, t- it's actually, a struggle. Yeah. I might piggyback off you off this. And, uh, Please. So just, yeah. Why amazing. Not. Thanks for being a webinar today. Anytime, dude. Anytime. Any any Heck yeah. Happy Sad
0: Talking. Happy Sad Talking. Happy Sad Talking. Happy Sad Talking. Happy Sad